0: Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Arrow on Target.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to Arrow on Target. We are your hosts. I started this one again. Yeah too. you did, dude.
0: This week, it's the it's the Weird. week that Chris starts the podcast. I
1: don't know why, I just kinda went. It's
0: awesome. No, I was cause I was unmuting something over here. I was like playing with the faders and things. Wild. Like you do.
1: Um. so John <laughs> yes Oliver has married Nyssa Al Chris don't even talk to me <laughs> alright well podcast this, over guys well, uh, we'll see you next time <laughs> on Arrow on Target
0: oh my gosh okay so there's a lot of things about this episode that it's just you felt like you were going to get some sort of resolution about something but they really didn't do it. With no, anything. but this was an awesome
1: episode. It was a really good episode. Let me let me run down the things that I loved about the episode. All right, Chris. Number one, Roy has passed on his red suit to Thea, that aka, was so pretty AKA awesome. Speedy.
0: Yep, and he's now just going to disappear into the uh, into the world. Do you think that we may see him in the team up show that they're making for next year? I do not. You do not.
1: Everybody. No. Uh, otherwise, he wouldn't have given his suit to... Be, uh,
0: I feel like he could come up with a different suit for
1: Arsenal and just be even cooler. Maybe. I, I mean, uh, uh, he's moved on. And as an actor, he's moved on to other things. Very true. Um, so there's that. Uh, second cool thing I liked this week. Yes. Um, I actually liked uh, seeing the, uh, the the flashbacks kind of... They actually were good this week. Yeah, they were good. Because they had something. They weren't just delaying. And they meant, meant something. Um I love
0: seeing Katana. Oh my goodness. That was probably my favorite thing this episode was, uh, was seeing Katana. And then like whenever she tucks the mask away in the bag, I was like, ah, that means we're not going to see it for like until the end of the episode or something, you know, but then the literally the next scene, it's like, yes, Katana's just walking there with him. And it's like, this is awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, the resolution to that whole storyline uh, in in the current timeline, not from the past or whatever, but we really resolved everything with it at this point. Like, this is what we were building towards from the flashbacks all the way through this season. Right. Um, and the emotional payoff whenever she's fighting with Maceo and, uh, and she ends up, you know, basically killing him. Um, and it's like immediately whenever they start fighting... And he pulls out the sword or whatever. You're just like, man, dude, you are so outmatched here. There's yeah. it's not even fun.
1: Well, you know, he it was kind of foreshadowed early in the episode whenever he said, you know, like basically, life is my prison. Like, right. This isn't my prison. This is not what I'm trying <sighs> to escape from. Right. It, life is my prison. Right. Uh, which and is a really dark place to be. Super dark place to be.
0: And it's like, and for them to explore that, and then for it to be Tatsu uh, that freed him from his prison, it's yeah. just it was heartbreaking, and so emotional yeah um and it was a great uh, emotional beat uh, to f- to end his story on the show you know yeah. to to finalize what was going on there um and it's like okay so while some of the the flashback stuff this season has been largely arbitrary it's been a lot of delaying it's been a lot of stuff like that it does did seem like it had a decent payoff this week one thing i will say we had the moment last episode where it was like the truck was there and they were passing out what would have been the uh the vaccine and that was uh I, last week I was pretty hard on that and I was like, oh, it's just a delay." And it actually ended up being a plot point this episode um where in the past uh basically Oliver asks uh Maceo where he when he picked up the uh the alpha omega virus and he said, "I picked it up at the truck when you know before Uh, before Akio died. Yeah. And so he said, I already had in mind my vengeance, uh, for, you know, these people. And so, I mean, it's like that, that was interesting to have his character already before, like, basically he has, you know, he doesn't have the excuse. Like after Oliver finds that out, he didn't have the excuse of my grief drove me insane. It was, he was already pretty much there, you know, it was, right, and so then, you know, this is just the natural step, so, because it does seem a little extreme to be in this, in this grief mode and then just, you know, go off and, uh, and join the League of Assassins or whatever, so, but it's like, that makes sense that he was already kind of halfway there, so. Right. Um, but yeah, that was a really hard emotional moment with, uh, with Tatsu and with Maceo.
1: It was. Third thing I liked. Yeah. I liked watching Oliver kill his friends in terms of drama. Uh, not 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 like he, not like literally. Not, I didn't like him, you know, seeing him like that. Actually, the fact that that happened, but I liked watching that happen and how cold <sighs> Stephen Amell was during that whole scene. And they're all screaming and yelling, "Save us! Save us! Save us!" And he just shuts the door and oh my goodness. kills them,
0: dude. Uh, so the moment earlier in the season where Tatsu tells him, "You're going to, in order to beat Rayshal Ghul, you're going to have to give up." Give up what's we what's most important to you, and he says, you know, what is that or something like that, and she says, it, it you know it's it is what it is you're gonna, and so this is what that is. It's his relationship. He already like stole the city from him. He stole the arrow from him. Uh, Raish stole the arrow from from era uh, from Oliver, and then now Oliver has to choose to give up his friends uh, in order to, um, you know take revenge I guess and defeat Ray al Ghul so like the plan that he had in place with uh Malcolm Merlin like that's the first misstep that you have it's like sure get your information from Malcolm Merlin but don't like block everyone out like he should have informed them about this this plan that he had maybe I actually like the
1: fact that he made this whole plan with Malcolm Merlin just because if you're going to Create some kind of underhanded plan like this. Malcolm is the person to do it with. Yeah, and then you know that he's going to turn around and backstab you. Yeah, too. Yeah, which, which was lame because Malcolm's lame. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, like the, the thing is, like the more people you tell, like I don't trust Felicity with a plan. That's true. I don't trust Laurel with a plan. Diggle. Um, Diggle, I would trust with the plan. Yeah. Um, and that's honestly like that's the that's the relationship that felt like it, and it hurt the most that he was yeah. losing. And that's why they highlighted it this episode. Right. Um, So I understand the need to not do it. Right. But yeah, like if I'm going to tell someone, I'm going to tell Diggle. The problem is, you know, like if he had told Diggle, then no one else on the team would trust Diggle either. And I don't know if that's a good thing. You know, like it's, it's kind of, it's maybe it's, it's good. Like if I'm looking at it and saying, okay, who, like whoever is in on this will get mad. Like the rest of the team will obviously not trust. They're not going to trust me. They who don't, don't trust who, Malcolm who already. Do they already not trust? Yeah. Right. Like, let's just like, keep that going.
0: Um, it was also interesting. Malcolm, uh, basically telling, um, Thea to get out of town for a little while yeah. and being okay with it. And it's like, you, yeah, you kind of like, you retroactively go back in your mind and you're like, yeah, that makes sense that he would be in on this. And that, right. You know, he knows that something potentially could happen to the city. Um, and it's also interesting that he knows that Thea's out of town. Yeah. And he says to uh he says to like his justification for to the team is, Well, my daughter's in town. Right. I wouldn't let anything happen to the city. Right. And what does he do? He goes and tries to make a deal with uh with with Rachel Goul whenever things get rough. He's, yeah. you know, self preservationist the yeah. whole way, dude. For sure.
1: I mean that obviously. Yeah. because um, he
0: knows that Thea's out of town.
1: The fourth thing I love that happened this week. Yeah. I loved when Nyssa tried to kill him at the oh, end, so good. right before he they married, and then he says he disarms her and says proceed.
0: Dude, it's it, I don't know what's gonna happen here. Like I I don't know where we're going with this next episode, and I don't know, man. It's it, the thing I did want to bring up is is before this episode. It has seemed like Raish is he's a uh, he's an intimidating guy, and it's like he is he's obviously not a good guy because he's you know leading these assassins around, he's manipulating uh, the entire team and forcing Oliver into this thing. But it's like until like last episode where all of this kind of thing with with Nissa and uh, and Oliver came up, it's like he you know he's still sort of. Kind of understand the dude a little bit, you know, but at this point it's like he has jumped the shark. He is pure evil. And I just want him to die. You oh yeah, know? for sure. You just, you just want him to be like, because he's just a control freak. And if you look at what he's doing to uh, Oliver and Nissa and what he did to Oliver to get him into this position where he says, yes, I'll be the next Rachel ghoul. He's just trying to control everything, and he's, he's uh, being very medieval kind of king about it where it's like, I'm going to manipulate all my subjects and everyone's just a pawn in my game. Well, I mean, and- he's
1: really good at it is yeah. the thing. That's what makes him so formidable. He's a, he's a great villain in yeah. that sense. And it's cool to see Oliver go up against him and have uh, a, a plan in place that um, Roz doesn't know about and can't foresee. Yeah. Um, you know, it was interesting to see him confront Oliver about this said plan, but then believe him. Yeah. Um, and it just shows like Oliver's done a great job of being um, who he needed to be. Al Sahim. Yes. Yeah. And it's, uh, you mentioned last episode. I do
0: want to say you were right. Because last episode you were like, I can't imagine that Oliver and all of the things that he's been through, he wouldn't have more uh, mental resilience to this. And, and it obviously was shown that he does have mental right. resilience to this. And he has you know, that going on. Um, but yeah, it's like – and it seems like while um, it seems like Raish believes him right now, it also you, – you get this undertone of like Raish – just it doesn't matter to him that much. like even if it, even if he is trying to trick him in some way, Rachel still feels so overconfident he will still be able to control this situation and to control Oliver and manipulate manipulate everyone uh, and their roles. You know it's like it, it almost seems like okay, when he finds out this stuff about Oliver, it almost seems like, okay, that doesn't matter because I will break him. You know, Uh it's almost like that idea where it's, even if it was true and even if, you know, he thinks it's true, he still thinks that he's going to, he has him.
1: So now though, we have to stop calling Oliver al-Sahim and call him Ibn al-Ghul, son of the demon.
0: Man, his name changes every
1: (laughs) other episode. Well, he was Oliver, then the Arrow, and then al-Sahim, and now Ibn al-Ghul. You get us
0: going for however many episodes in however many seasons of television, Calling him the arrow. Now we gotta switch names. Um The one moment like where I uh where it's all laid out there with Raish is whenever he's talking to to Nissa and uh and he says to her, she she like says something to him, like, I can't believe you haven't me and he says, You speak to me as though I'm a monster. I'm your father, Nissa and I'm like, Nope, you're straight up a monster. You're a monster and her father. I mean <laughs> You know, you're both.
1: <laughs> both Malcolm and Roz now prove that um, if you are in the league of assassins, you are a terrible father. <laughs> yeah, like, and it's just a terrible person in general. Well, you obviously, know? I mean, well, I don't think that can be tossed around because you know Oliver's in it, I guess. Oliver and, well, and Sarah. Or, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, Sarah. So, like, but terrible father. Yes. So far, these are the two examples we have. This is what we have to go off of. Man, very controlling, very manipulative, um, not yes. looking out for the best interests of their children. Yeah, or their safety. Liars. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. yeah. Super, Lot, super evil. Lots of shady stuff going on.
0: Lots and lots of it. Let's just, like, I just want to see an arrow go through that guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I hope that's where we go. Do you think, here's something I did want to ask. Do you think that uh, at the end of the season, we're winding down, Chris. Do you think he ends up in a cell next to uh, to old Slade? Obviously, Slade, didn't he break out? I mean, he's he's out now.
1: So what's funny is.
0: You put him on the island?
1: Well, I don't know. M- What's what's funny is with like Slade, you know, we were on that kick last season about not killing people, and we kind of talked about that at the beginning of this season, and but then, you know, halfway through, he basically said, "I have to kill Roz," and I yeah. I, I think Roz is dead. I think they kill Roz at the end of this. Well, they've been waxing uh, other assassins left and right. Exactly, and, th- and that's the thing. Like, the whole they, team. Th- th- we've gone back to where okay, some people just need killing, and Roz is one of those people.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that like the, you know whenever we season one, we had a very low threshold for who needed killing, like random street thugs. They all need killing. You know, he's just killing people all over the place. And then, you know, uh, now we're to that point where it's like, okay, super villains and terrible people need killing, but you know, not this necessarily the standard uh, street people. Well, they're not
1: really in a place with laws, you know, like, Hey, who are you going to call the Nanda (laughs) Parbat police?
0: Just roll up on the front. (laughs) Oh, that's just race. Yeah, uh, he's just that's Mr. Al Ghoul. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. He, he shoots a shotgun on the porch every once in a while. Yeah. But um, anyway, so uh, I did want to mention early in the episode, we had moments without uh, Oliver in Starling City that were super compelling. Really yep. cool scenes, really cool Still. interaction. And uh, and that strengthens your point from a couple weeks ago, I think, where you mentioned that the team is honestly sometimes more compelling without Oliver than they are uh, with. Yeah, and I loved that aspect. I love the canary cry, like that was—that's a super cool thing, and it's super cool to see Diggle out there. Yep. Um. And now maybe Thea. So, how do they get out of this, Chris? Moving forward. Yeah. Like, what's what's next episode? Does Thea roll in there with all the bows and arrows and the shotguns and the she's just loaded up? Because Ray can't come in and save anybody.
1: He's there with them. I think that this is what I think will happen. I think that somehow Oliver has slipped them all an antidote. Um, I also think that that's why they had, you know, uh, Tatsu. Um, moved. Tatsu, yeah, moved because she has been uh, inoculated against the virus. Is that the right word? I think so. Um, they, I think that he now has become son to the demon. I don't know what the next step is into becoming Raz Al Ghul, but that's the next step, and I think that will be the next step
0: inoculated
1: inoculated there we go yeah
0: um
1: and so i think that he will become at raz al ghul and in the process kill raz al ghul is that what happens like i mean
0: if he's becoming raish al ghul doesn't he have to take over for raish al ghul like i mean there Wait. can't be two
1: yeah there can't be two i mean i don't know if he has to kill him or what Ra's just goes on
0: vacation goes retires goes out to an island somewhere no I think, he, Pina I think he has to be killed.
1: I'm pretty sure he has
0: to be defeated, because uh, whoever defeats Rayshal Ghoul shall become the next Rayshal Ghoul.
1: Right. So uh, I think that will happen. Yeah. Um, I think that. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe Thea shows up at the last second, you know, and, and saves the day. You know, like, so cool. she. She's been very hesitant to embrace her skills because of the fact that number one, um, Malcolm Merlin taught her. And she, you know now she's kind of like you know second guessing all of that, yeah, um, but then b she was never super comfortable using them before, she just wanted to not be taken advantage of again, but now like she's i think she's turning into you know like with it's just not all about self preservation anymore with her
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's about like okay, what is the greater good here? what can I do with my skills? what should I do, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I think uh, that would be amazing if she comes in and and somehow uh, saves the day. Uh, I think that'd be amazing. Do you think Malcolm will die? Dude, I I don't think we're getting rid of Malcolm anytime soon. I mean, it's maybe he goes away for a while um, or maybe he like moves away from Starling City because he wasn't in the picture for most of season two so I don't see that we need to have him as tied to the plot lines as he has been yeah. um, but because we're dealing with Rachel al Ghul, because we're dealing with the uh he has been tied up in this season quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, like, I, I like his character for what he's good for. And that's, that's the things like, Oh, well, you know, we're going to team up with him in this moment because he knows the criminal underworld or because he's a liar or because, you know, yeah. because we know that he can manipulate people. And so like teaming up with him in those instances, that's fine. That's fun, whatever. But, uh, I don't know if, if, if seeing him every episode intricately tied with a plot is necessary anymore. Um, so something else I did want to mention, there was Ferris Air was mentioned. Uh, that's where they met before they flew out of uh, of Starling City. Nice, it's awesome. And so yeah, a good little uh, DC Comics uh, throw out there. So I don't, I mean, I, I they were very purposeful about it. So right. like you wonder if maybe in the team up show maybe s- somebody shows up. I don't know. That'd
1: be awesome. i be cool with that.
0: Green uh, Lantern. I don't know.
1: That'd be amazing. Know. That'd
0: be crazy. Um. Anyway, so. Did want to mention that. Um, anything else other than we really hate Ray ghoul Ghul and uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. That's about it. I love this episode. It was a lot. How many, uh, how many hoods?
0: Oh, how many hoods? Okay. So this is where we get into, I wish it was a season, like a two hour season finale, but the CW doesn't do two hour season finale. Like they don't do back right, to back right. episodes for their season finales. And so this episode left me in a weird place, like where it's like it felt like we were just then getting into a lot of motion and it's gonna it was gonna just unload right after that. Like just rapid fire, you know, where it's action. Right. Um So I mean as far as from a pacing standpoint, I imagine if you put both this one and the season finale up against each other, they would flow right into each other. But as a standalone episode, I'll give this one four hoods probably.
1: Yeah, I was gonna go four point five. Okay, because I thought it was really strong on a lot of fronts. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like I, uh, I want it. I can't wait for next week. Oh, dude, it's gonna be amazing. And I'm gonna be gone. Yeah, I know. So that's the uh, news for uh, for this week. Uh, next Brownie
0: week. Face. We're uh,
1: not going to be uh, podcasting for you the week of right after the episode. I am out of town. Yeah. And uh, I apologize. So uh, we will get that up as soon as we can for you the next week sometime, hopefully earlier in the week um, for the season finale of Arrow. Uh, you can check out our uh, Flash on Target podcast this yep. week. Um, the Flash on Target will also go plate next week. Um, you can also check out our main podcast. Yeah. Yeah, this week we're talking about Avengers Age of Ultron. No, no. That, was last, that week. was last
0: week. There's an uh-huh. Avengers Age of Ultron review uh, <laughs> yes. already out there in the world. This week we're talking about Star Wars um and the upcoming movies and uh the casting details, lots of things like
1: that. So. Yep. Um and then next week we're talking about our uh, favorite games that we haven't played yet or we haven't finished. This is true. Yes.
0: I have some quotes. Do you want some quotes? Yes, I do. Uh we have Raish saying to Oliver, "You will fly to Starling City carrying death itself." Super dramatic dude, but I could listen to him talk and monologue evilly all day long. Yes. Um, And then we have Maceo saying, the league is not my prison. From my prison, there is no escape. And then later on, after uh, Katana ends up uh, beating him and killing him, he says, thank you for releasing me from my prison. Mm -hmm. Super dark, dude. And those were the quotes that I had this week. Nice. Um, One last thing I wanted to ask you about it. Mm. Katana. Mm -hmm. What happens with her now? I mean, she's been in hiding, uh, and she's been kind of in isolation. Um, she referenced that this time. Do you think uh, she goes and does anything with the team-up show? Do you think that she sticks around on Arrow for a while? I think she fits really well with the the world, and I think she's an amazing character.
1: I think that, yeah, like uh, the, the place I see her working the best, though, is the team-up show. Yeah. Um, that makes the most sense. It would be cool to see her stick around on Team Arrow, but we already have. I mean, now that Roy's gone, uh, we... we have a hole but hopefully um thea fills that and we do not need an additional person
0: yeah i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts to uh, the arrow show and i think we've referenced that you know they built this world and this cast of characters that f- would fit very well on the team up show so uh, i really want to see more from her character but let's maybe see her every once in a while but sure, her character is so awesome dude so awesome yeah um, i also think that getting um ray On his own show is a good idea. I think that uh, moving him away from the Arrow universe is a good idea too. Um, He was cool this episode. That that was a fun fun thing with him in the jet. Yeah. Um, And then Felicity hitting somebody in the face with an iPad. That was really funny.
1: He just doesn't you know he doesn't fit you know as well into the Arrow universe.
0: Totally no. I mean, he fits more with like the Flash universe than he does with this one. Where he's a little bit happier, a little bit more friendly. Um, And he signed the papers for the company over to Felicity. Is that what happened in that scene? Like he had her I, sign something and I don't, then it I don't. said, uh, something about transfer of ownership. And I don't know if she was signing to sell, uh, she's the VP of Palmer. Um, and so I, w- I wonder if she was signing to sell it to someone else or he was signing everything, the entire company over to her. I don't know. I don't know what was going on there. i have to go back
1: and watch that again.
0: I mean, that's definitely what happened. And I, was, I, I there was a transfer over, she signed the paper. I don't know if it was which way we were transferring. So right. who knows? Right. Um. Yeah, I think that's it. That's it. Sorry, I just thought about those things. And then <laughs> had
1: to bring them up. Good. Chris. It's all good. Got to got to be thorough. Got to discuss it all. Yes. Um. Cool. Well, you can find us online at StayOnTargetPodcast You can find us on Twitter at Chris two five zero and John Wright seven 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 and at pod, and always online at StayOnTargetPodcast That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Arrow, Arrow on Target. On Target.